My heart skips skipping the beach You're not close enough So that space between you and me Let's lose it The way you're dancing Swaying to the music Girl, that body and how you move it Every time you cross my mind Girl, I lose it Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Hey, podcast listeners. This is your humble host, Michael Smalley, and I just wanted to take a moment of your time before the show gets going to remind you about our online membership. It is an incredible resource to help you build a better relationship where we have taken all of our best video series and converted them into online courses. You can check out how to become a member at Smalley Institute. So a uh, young 19-year-old man in the Philippines, well, this dude really gets what it takes to truly romanticize a woman. What did he do? Well, let's just say he bought her a McDonald's chicken nugget bouquet for Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's right. How do nasty chicken nuggets equal romance, you ask? Well, it's not what you buy that matters, gentlemen. It's why you buy it. Coming up next on Smalley Marriage Radio, we are going to help you learn how thoughtfulness can truly get those fires burning at home, even if it comes in the form of a greasy chicken nugget. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host, Michael Smalley, along with my co-host, Seth Johnson. Mm -hmm. To do, I mean, how do you feel? We're talking about a bouquet made out of chicken nuggets, and he gave it to her on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it was a hit. So I had a chicken nugget for the first time in about 15 years, um, maybe like two months ago. Was it like a final meal on death row? It, <laughs> me and some um, fellow uh, worship leading musicians were having a guy's night after a service. And so wait, let me just make sure and clarify. Highly spiritual worship leaders mm-hmm. after leading worship yes. at night go out and have chicken nuggets. Uh, well, half of us stopped at Chick-fil-A and got a bunch of chicken nuggets, ah. which is like the Maserati or Bentley of chicken nuggets. It is. I'll give you that. And then the the other half went to McDonald's. The poorer half. <laughs> and and got, well, because you can get like 50 chicken nuggets. For like 50 cents. For, yeah, something ridiculous. And you get like fries and Cokes with it. Um, and I think total between like six guys, we had like 150 nuggets. Good gracious. We didn't eat all of them. <laughs> But anyways, and I had half one. of you dropped dead of a heart attack moments later. So I was eating my uh, my Bentley nuggets and um, they're delicious. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll try the uh, McNugget again for the first time, which if you just even hold them next to each other, Chick-fil-A is actually looks like it could be a piece of chicken. Yeah. McDonald's, you're like, huh, hmm. is that a boot? <laughs> <laughs> it's Italy. Kind of tastes like one. Uh, but still, I ate one and completely different. And you have to tell yourself it's actually not chicken. But there was something you're like. It's actually kind of a good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done the chicken nugget bouquet for Shauna? 
Uh, no, I, I yeah, I haven't have, either. I have not done the nugget bouquet. I, I'm not sure for Shauna it would work. Yeah, so I've never much. gotten one for Shauna either. <laughs> oh, wait, I mean which, Amy. Which just you know, it would not bother me if you gave Shauna a bouquet of chicken nuggets because she would just laugh at you. Yeah, I know you. It would just set you up to look that much better than I am, <laughs> which is already done. <laughs> so then, okay, so she received this bouquet of nuggets. Um, we actually have a photo. Yes. It's probably not the 19-year-old's no. bouquet of nuggets, but it is a bouquet of chicken nuggets. Yeah, and looking at them, they do look like McDonald's uh, nuggets as well. So I think it's pr- a probably a pretty accurate I'll say the, the, the photo we have, and, and if you want to see it, just come to smallinstitute.com and click on this very episode. But, you know, this the, the, the picture you found mm-hmm. is lacking. Like oh. whoever put this one together needed more nuggets in their bouquet. <laughs> this <laughs> well, they do have the giant nugget in the middle that's that's pseudo heart shaped. Which the, yeah, I, I don't even want to. I can't even figure out where that one would come from. <laughs> he maybe he just like mixed some of them together to make that one. I'm sure the McDonald's employee was thoughtful and kind of pounded it out before <laughs> they deep fried it. I think they pound them all. <laughs> oh man. But here's the point. I mean, we want to mock, right? You want to mock someone like, what are you thinking? Why yeah. would you do that? That's like potentially the worst Valentine's Day gift ever. But it wasn't. Yeah. The scored. young lady was was totally down with the bouquet of nuggets. And so that got me thinking. It was in an article I found. Mm-hmm. And really what it was about and why this gift was so successful for this girl that he was, I mean, just. Yeah, I, I have the hardest time with this one. I'm like, <laughs> really? Your way of wooing the ladies is a bouquet of chicken. But her, guess what her favorite food is? I mean, at this point, I would think chicken McNuggets. Yes, that's her favorite food. He knows this about her. So really, the gift was a success, not so much because of what the gift was, but what the gift meant. Mm-hmm. The gift meant that, hey, I pay attention to you. Right. Hey, I, I know you, and I know what you love and what hopefully you don't love. And and so here's, and, and she's, you know, swooped up in the yeah. throngs of romance. Oh, with <laughs> way to roll those R's. The chicken nugget bouquet. So that's what this show is about. It's not about, you know, the intricacies of creating a nugget bouquet. Yeah. So I have a small win that I, I do for Shauna every now and then that's similar really yeah i mean it's no it's no nuggets but it does come back to the uh the bentley of nuggets uh chick-fil-a so well you're friends with um some people affiliated with chick-fil-a yes um so hopefully uh this doesn't get back to them it's the owner <laughs> the owners so uh kathy is just remember it's not michael doing this it's seth, seth. that's stealing now from i'm you. scared oh <laughs> <laughs> uh Shauna uses just straws at work all the time for uh whatever her beverages and drinking. And uh, I thought you were gonna shakes. like say mathematical equations. You'd like, think that'd be more, I already love her. Much more justified. Yeah. Uh and Chick-fil-A has some quality straws. They do. You're and right. Subway has the worst straws, by the way. If you're just gonna take the flimsy, yeah, they tear. Horrible. Yeah. Uh but so every time I go to Chick-fil-A, um, I'll grab just like a handful of straws. Really? And put them in my bag and take them 
home and then just there's this container on our kitchen island that I put them in and Sean was like, "Oh, you got me straws." See? It's and again, win. it's a cheap theft that you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I would steal for you. So, Bubba, um I will pay for them if you'd like. Or if you want to donate like a thousand like a th- like a, a box, like a thousand yeah. boxes. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you could store it in your garage. So, but that's the point, right? And I'm trying to think what corny thing Man, I can't even think of ways that you serve your wife. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Maybe I should have uh, called Amy on this. I know. Maybe I should have put some more thought into (laughs) this before because, you know, my memory is incredibly unreliable. Yeah. You know what's so funny? Because Amy's love language, like gifts, are not on the radar. Yeah. That's one of the five love languages, Mm -hmm. again, that my father did not write. (laughs) Right. Just to clarify. (laughs) And by the way, I had the most awkward moment the other day. We, uh, I had to bury like a second father face. So my dad died, mm-hmm. and we had his service. And then almost to the day, a year later, mm-hmm. I had to. I was a part of the memorial service for Jim Stewart, who was president of my dad's board for twenty years mm-hmm. and very close. Mentored me while I was at Baylor. He lived in Waco, Texas, and um, what? Uh, so it was. I've completely forgotten. What is? Why was I bringing up Jim Stewart? I don't even know. This is why I don't like sometimes that we record live. That is so bizarre. Uh, gifts. So you're talking about gifts with Amy. Oh, that's not her thing. It was this awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, I have it again. Okay. I'll probably lose it if I don't go there quicker. Yeah. Go go go. Don't give so much backstory. So, anyways, I'm at the we're at the gravesite, mm-hmm. and a guy comes up to me that apparently I knew when I was four. He's right. like, "Oh man, I love your dad," and Blah, blah. He's going on and on about my dad and how great he is and how much he loved him. And I'm going, oh, dude, he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that my dad graduated to heaven. So, which is awkward, right? Yeah. And I finally saw him. He's like, so what is he up to? I went, well, not a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of down to some stuff. Yeah, when he actually passed away. And, and of course, it's awkward. Yeah. Because when you have a famous father and people are excited, they want to talk to you about him, but then they find out he's passed away. And it's like, <laughs> Uh, crickets <laughs> but his follow-up was so terrible so he's like i am so he was such an amazing man i still read his book the five love languages no. so not only did he not know my father had passed but then he references again gary chapman's book Right, which Gary Smalley did not write. Which I just graciously smiled and said, thank you. What I wanted to say was, really? That, Strike how, two, buddy. Yeah, how much did you really love my father? Because that's not his book. Get thee behind me. So, oh, my gosh. So anyways, Amy's love language is not gifts. It really isn't. Like, that's not what, you know, acts of service. That's it. Yeah. That's all I get. So doing things for her, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'll do little things like just doing the dishes in the morning if we left anything in the sink or making the bed a couple times a year. You know, <laughs> things, you know, picking up around the house. Just, I mean, literally those are what, that's what motivates me because otherwise I'd make my kid do it. But I want yeah. credit. <laughs> right. I want credit. So I guess that's why. I, yeah. She doesn't, I got her the gift of gifts. On my mm-hmm. father's anniversary, because she yeah. had done such an amazing job loving him while he was sick with mm-hmm. us, and I got her an Apple Watch. Yeah, and she was very appreciative. Mm-hmm. But I'm—I guarantee you that Filipino girl 
reacted way higher <laughs> right. for the bouquet of chicken nuggets. Amy's like, oh, thanks. This is great. No, no she, no, and she was. I mean, I don't, I'm not like the great. She was like, oh my gosh, you know, the hug. And the, but I, you yeah. can just tell it's more meaningful when I serve. Right. Than just buying her something. For sure. That's something you have to know your spouse. Because then, then it's actually you being much more thoughtful um, to serve her than just to buy her something. And that's what the show's about. Thank you for getting us finally on task. Yeah. <laughs> so the show's about how thoughtfulness leads to sexiness. Because every couple wants that sexiness, right? Mm-hmm. They want that sexy back. Mm-hmm. They want those emotions and the feelings that come with eros or erotic love. So I really want to like go back and put in Justin Timberlake, you know, a little piece of the song right there. You can. And I can. But Shauna chastises me every time that I say I'm going to do something like that during the show and recording. And you and don't. And I don't. Yeah, you never do. Well, why don't you just start doing a little Google thing while I continue <laughs> to talk and be helpful. So what is thoughtfulness? Well, the, the, the definition is consideration for the needs of other people, which I think in the very definition it says... I, I, it's not even that I'm just considerate because I think thoughtfulness is, yes, it's being aware of the needs, but it's even, it's making the needs of your spouse or whoever you're wanting to love well a priority. It's listening. It's paying attention. It's, it, it it's, yeah, it's paying attention to the little things that you hear from your spouse that you realize, wow, this is important. Yeah. Well, like, it's this matters past, to It's her. getting past your... Your personal biases on what matters to you, because, <clears throat> like, uh, like with Shauna and the whole straws thing, like I, I don't like using straws. I rarely ever, yeah, I hate straws. ever do. And so I, in general, I think it's ridiculous that when people have to have them for everything that they drink. So you're saying Shauna is ridiculous, in general, not specifically. <laughs> 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 but so. So then You're I gonna to get home and those straws are gonna be in the trash. <laughs> no, she would never do that. They're gold. <laughs> so I have to get past my own bias on on the importance of that and realize, like, man, this is important to her. And so I'm gonna make it important um to me. Yeah, that's really important. I think if you're gonna be thoughtful, that's a huge key. It's not even in the notes. Yeah, look at you me. did that one all by yourself. <laughs> yeah. But you do. I mean, because I immediately when you said you have to get past your own biases, I have the same things about those little acts of service I do for my wife. Mm-hmm. I think they're ridiculous. Like making the bed, I feel is ridiculous. Yes. You're just getting right back in it. Yeah. So what are we doing? I and mean, you and I have talked about this, I know. and I'm the same same way with like if I want to be thoughtful to Sean, and one of the things I know I can do is I just make the bed or mowing the lawn or repairing things that are broken. I mean, those yeah. are just ridiculous things. Yeah. I have to get past those biases. Making money. Yeah. <laughs> Earning a living. <laughs> Whatever. So I think also, though, with thoughtfulness, there's also there's, there's kind of an important, you can even be random. So you can mix it up. I think if you're really going to be like, if you're trying to be thoughtful, but yet you kind of only do that one thing, like if all you ever did for Shauna was get her those straws, I would argue it would probably become a negative thing. Yeah, if that's all you I know. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So this isn't about being rigid. Mm-hmm. There's a randomness to your thoughtfulness that I think makes you even more thoughtful. Mm-hmm. But the the key though is you got to be consistent. So you don't want this, you know, you random cons- act of consistent in your randomness. Well, yes. Can't you be consistently random? Yeah. No, that was just clarifying. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. 
is you don't want to just be thoughtful every once in a while. Like you really do want to go out of your way to be consistent and weekly and be doing something. And mm-hmm. and these are not it does not have to be a grand gesture like building a bouquet out of nuggets. Right. I mean, we, we don't want to get it that grand. Yeah, I don't every know week. how long that would take, but it feels like that would take a while. You got to go to McDonald's, you got to buy them, you got to go to Hobby sticks. Lobby to buy all this. Oh. And we all know how much I hate going to Hobby Lobby. Yeah, I don't think any man wants to go to Hobby <laughs> Lobby. And so it's it's you know, it is about consistency, but you also want to mix it up. I think that's mm-hmm. an important trait if you're going to be, if thoughtfulness is going to impact your relationship positively. Yeah. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. I know with Shauna, she loves all things mint. So if oh. it's like mint M&M's. Um, mint chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Like there's a certain mint gelato. God, what is the brand of it? Um, it comes with these little uh, pie Are they things. a paid sponsor? No. Then don't worry about it. <laughs> Anyways, it's like her favorite. So uh, for for me, that's some like easy random ways wherever I'm at and just be like, oh, there's something something mint filled that she will like or at least appreciate the thought. Well, and I even did something the other day as well of Amy kind of made that sad, depressing comment of, uh, you know, the registration is going to be up on what our car that we've taught mm-hmm. our two oldest kids to drive on. Mm-hmm. So that was their car successively. And now our, our baby is 15 and he has started <laughs> it's so scary learning how to drive. Yeah. You think it's scary. I'm just trying to help him move forward to park the car in our, at our house. Mm-hmm. And that was terrifying. I'm like, where are you going? Where are you going? You're going to hit the garage. You're going to hit that. And of course, my mother always chimes because she lives with us. Mm-hmm. And she's like, remember what you did the first time you drove? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> first of all, dad and I were in the minivan driving far, like a mile away from our home. I hadn't had a single driving lesson yet, but I had my permit. Mm-hmm. And he literally stops because he saw my mother walking on the golf course. He gets out. He goes, hey, why don't you just take the car back on your own? I'm like, sweet. My mother's like, that's a bad idea. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Moments later, <laughs> I went through the garage. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I did. Did your dad panicked. own that that was a bad idea? Uh, decently. Okay. Decently. He he definitely tried to like light me up, but then my mother's like, "Oh, there'll be no lighting him up today." <laughs> but th- what was the best part though? <laughs> so we had converted our garage into my brother and I's bedroom. Mm-hmm. We we're like in a small patio home, and so there was a wall behind the garage door. Yeah. <laughs> so when I went charging in, my brother was sound asleep and all yeah. the books and everything came off the, the thing. He thought, oh no, it's happening. California is falling into the ocean. We were living in Arizona, so we thought we were going to beachfront, but yeah, it was it just didn't me. Happen. It was just me. Now, the other part of thoughtfulness, and I actually think this may even be the most important point mm-hmm. on being thoughtful is you need to be thoughtful. You need to be able to serve your spouse without the expectation of return service. Yeah. So you need to be thoughtful without strings attached. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything worse, frankly, than, and I'm doing big air quotes. <laughs> he is. Actually, with my all fingers. <laughs> like gorilla hand quotes. When you are trying to serve someone or be thoughtful but yet you have strings attached. Like, I'm doing this so that you'll do this. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it, that's like the worst. Yeah, I have... Hey, I'll help you, but this is what I want in return. I have some uh, un- unnamed friends 
that uh, some friends that shall go unnamed. Yes, that pretty much all of my mutual friends with with that um, actually in, whole family, we've all come to conclusion same conclusion like they are very generous, but there's always an expectation. Yeah, and and it feels dirty. It does. It doesn't feel good. You're like, oh, and so, so that you makes did this me... nice thing because now you're asking me to do this thing for you. Right, and it makes me not want to spend time with them because then it feels like anything that just comes up within friendship of asking, like, hey, can I borrow this or can I come over, it feels like then I have to owe something. I'm like, or I just, now I do owe. Yeah, and I just don't want to, I just don't want that. So I'm like, okay, we're out. And I think that's the repulsiveness of be- having strings attached. Mm-hmm. Is it just feels yuck? It doesn't feel yeah. authentic, and it does. It drains, and I think I think you're right. I think the end result when you have strings attached is people don't want to be around you. Mm-hmm. If that's your spouse or your kids, that's a problem. Now, with with this particular family, and I think this is an overall maybe just fear that people have. Is I know that in the past um, this wasn't the case for them, and they were continuing like pouring out and generous to a bunch of people, and no one ever kind of gave back. Like, yeah, no one ever reciprocated service or love to them, and like they just got really burned and, and bitter. And um, I think that's people's fear as well. They're like, man, if I just if I'm just gonna keep on serving my spouse, like I I want like you don't expect it, but you know you you hope that there's some sort of returned love. You do, and you actually bring up a really good issue that we run into all the time in our Smalley Institute Marriage Intensive Program. And I mean, I have this conversation all the time is that's exactly the fear. And and especially when a couple is really stressed out or in crisis Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to encourage, like, you got to do little things. You got it. But you don't get it, Mike. If we do that, I'm just going to be a doormat Mm -hmm. or they're just going to take advantage of it or they're not going to reciprocate or it's never worked in the past or yada, 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 which is a I don't you know, I'm not going to say it's a legitimate fear. It's it's really an unhealthy fear because think about the end result of that attitude or that belief. Then I'm not going to be doing the things I need to be doing right? because you're not going to do them for me. I mean, ultimately, it lands you in a very self-centered, narcissistic, narcissistic place mm-hmm. that, trust me, you don't want to be in. So what I tell people all the time, and there's actually, man, and I'm forgetting, but it's it's, it's the words of Christ. And he, he says this very thing in Scripture where he, he's like, you do these things and you're obedient to my commands, you never lose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that idea of I'm storing my treasure up in heaven, mm-hmm. right? So many times we want our treasure now. Like, I want the right. benefit of benefiting you <laughs> now. Right. Yeah. But you know what? The truth is, if I'm doing the right thing for someone, I never lose. Ever. I cannot lose. Because... And obviously, this is for those who believe in in Christ. But it's not about just this world, right? It's about eternity. And eternity is about obeying the commands and the words of Christ. And he tells us to do these things. He tells us to be kind and to be patient and to be forgiving and to to be a servant, right? He wants us to be thoughtful because I think serving others is very similar to being thoughtful. I I think the two are Mm -hmm. very closely entwined. And so I guess that's my big encouragement is, and by the way, if if you take the attitude of, well, but I do these things, but I don't get anything back, just understand that's what you're doing. You, you're now attaching strings. However you got there, you're still in the same place. 
Right. And that is not a good place to be. And so my encouragement to couples and to individuals listening is that you do the right thing because it's the right thing. I don't do the right thing mm-hmm. in order to get something in return. That's that's dysfunctional. That's right. not going to lead anywhere good. And what's funny is is uh, research has shown that typically that kind of treatment or behavior or attitude towards people is reciprocated. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, seriously, how many times do you really love someone well or if you're really thoughtful, are they not thoughtful back? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. really, not that many times. Now, again, if you're in a crisis situation, it might go on longer right. than maybe what you had hoped or what you would have enjoyed. But really, the th- we know when we talk about it all the time on the show, you be the right person. You know, you take responsibility for your life and do the right thing. People tend to respond to that kind of treatment yeah. in, in the same manner of which mm-hmm. you're treating them, right? What goes around comes around. So, well, what are you going around? What are you giving out? Right. Are you giving out strings? Are you giving out bitterness? Unfor- you know, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Because, you, yeah, you'll probably get that back. Well, it, it often can turn into almost this um, thoughtful competition. Yeah. It's like, okay, what what can I do to, you know— um, surprise Shauna in these little ways, and then she does the same. She's like, oh, what can I do? And it kind of just goes back and forth well, and it feeds itself. I talked about earlier on the show when I, I gave Amy an Apple Watch on my father's you know year anniversary. I did that because she. I wanted to be thoughtful mm-hmm. because she had been so thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, and I wrote her something really sweet. Not a poem, but just a, I just tried like to a work. Limerick. Oh, not Maybe a like a, <laughs> I don't even know what a limer. Is that like a leprechaun? It's a funny, like a tiny, it's a funny leprechaun. poem. Oh, you said no right, poem, right, so right. it didn't really work. Prose. And so yeah, it was a prose, and so I put on there. This gift is meaningless compared to what you gave me in taking care of my father. Mm. And you know the Apple Watch I got the sterling silver one, the upgraded from just mm. the sport, and but I did that out of gratitude. Out of thankful, right. and that's really you know the the title of this podcast is thoughtfulness leads to sexiness. One of the things you get for being thoughtful is that your spouse feels validated because you're meeting needs. Mm-hmm. And when someone feels validated, I'm telling you, there's not much more sexy in life than feeling validated. Like when if I feel validated for my spouse, I yearn for the you know you yearn for your spouse. You're you, you desire closer intimacy. That leads to emotional intimacy, sexual intimacy. Like all the things that you're really wanting in your relationship are really an outcome of thoughtfulness. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's like it, it's almost you become irresistible. Like one of the chapters in the Reignite Your Marriage in Two Days book mm-hmm. is uh, what do I call it? Oh, becoming a love magnet. Right? Oh. So when, you know, if you want your spouse to be drawn to you, mm-hmm. be more thoughtful. Yeah. Again, you don't do it, gentlemen or ladies. You don't be thoughtful so that you get more sex. Right. That's a string. Now, don't go out and just go all buying Apple Watches. It's, that's not going mean, to work. Unless they're giving them to us. Right. If you want to mail them in to uh, Smalley Institute, yep. care of Seth and Michael Smalley. Yeah. We'll uh, take them. Yeah. And by the way, I would feel like that was very thoughtful. It would be. I do not have one, and I would love one. My wife has one. I know. They're quite 
useful in my day-to-day activities, and I'm pretty sure that uh, I would be be able to glorify God even more if I had said Apple Watch. <laughs> but you know, there's a second benefit for you when you're thoughtful. Yeah, what's that? Yeah. Well, your your spouse feels acknowledged and heard, right? So it's like, um, well, you know, I went, Amy, it feels like I forgot and didn't even finish this example earlier but i her over you know amy was talking she's like oh i got a frustration she's like oh the registration is out on the camry mm-hmm. and what i did was take initiative to get the registration done mm-hmm. and so the next thing you know i'm like next morning i'm out i'm driving to the state inspection place by our house and I'm there to get it inspected because, you know, this is kind of important because sometimes we're trying to be thoughtful and it is harder than maybe what we anticipated. Right. So in my yeah. mind, I thought I'm going to drive, get it inspected. I'm done. Right. No. Mm-mm. Guy comes <laughs> in. He's like, yeah, I had to fail your inspection. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? He goes, your front right tire is too bald. I went, my front right tire? Really? He's like, yeah, yeah man, I'm so sorry. So now <laughs> it's like. Now I gotta be really, really thoughtful. So now I gotta <laughs> right. go to Walmart and I get two new tires. I go back, I get the inspection fits, and you go online. I had to wait for that too. Yeah, <laughs> I went originally put in them, and they're like, "Yeah, you're not in the system." Yet. I'm like, "Ah!" So I had to set it. I had to set a reminder. Oh, because I thought maybe in three hours it'll be there. And guess what? It was there. No. Oh, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but but again, that's that little way to be thoughtful. Mm-hmm. It's like you hear your spouse. She didn't say, "Would you go do this?" Right. It was more like she probably it felt like assumed she was going to have to do this. Mm-hmm. And when you grab the initiative and you're just thoughtful because you hear there's a need, mm-hmm. it leads to greater intimacy. And you didn't give up on your thoughtfulness. No, I didn't when quit it, when it got difficult. Yeah. And trust me, 45 minutes at Walmart, you want to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I took a whole round, you know, around the store. Yeah. Like, mm. Then you start wanting to buy things you know you don't need. Right. I'm like, mm, don't do it. <laughs> I don't need this pair of Wranglers. <laughs> I, I really want them. These dungarees would look good on me. But they do. I think when you're thoughtful, they feel acknowledged and they feel heard and they feel appreciated. They feel known. They yeah. have to feel known. Those are the things that breed that fun, romantic energy yeah. that, that we all want. But yeah. we got to work for it. And then in addition... Uh, to all those things, there's actually there are benefits for yourself with being thoughtful. Yeah, when you're being thoughtful and serving others, really at its core, found some great research. Can't really link to it because I forgot to do that when I <laughs> read the article. But but these are all genuine benefits of being thoughtful or serving others. It helps you live longer. Proven scientific fact, right there. Right there. Uh, number two, it's contagious. So that's the point, right? We're worried that we kind of address this a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, it is contagious. Right. I know you're worried that you're not going to get any benefit in return, especially if you're in one of those stressed out relationships. I mean, it's almost like, just trust us on this one. It really yeah. is. I mean, research shows that it's contagious. Now, this next one, you were surprised by. Yeah. Which is when you asked me for the... <laughs> the citation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for this next one is it can help with chronic pain. Isn't that interesting? So I thought about this a little bit, and um, I'm wondering if this is part of the reason why. So when you are uh, when you're being thoughtful and ultimately you're serving others, uh, it takes your mind off of you. So your focus is not on 
um, you or your pain. And so then basically because because your mind, you're not focused on it, there is a decrease in that pain. Which is totally true. It also helps you mentally in that same in that same way. And we've talked about this before, but there's this great uh, psychologist out of Chicago and working with depressed patients, what he saw, like one lady he had, she loved flowers. He was like, well, have you ever thought of putting flowers together and giving flowers to others, maybe at the hospital or wherever? She started doing those things, and guess what? Her depression went away. Yeah. And so serving others really does. It helps you. It lowers blood pressure. And I think it, you know, ultimately it gives you a sense of purpose that's beyond yourself. Mm-hmm. And we all want that. We all desire that. And this is something it's almost I, like we're called to that. In the body I know. Of Christ as I was well. about to say that. I even said at Jim Stewart's memorial, is that the legacy you want to leave behind is to love God and love others. Mm-hmm. It's the two greatest things you could ever do. And I think this being thoughtful is one of those ways that we can love others. Mm-hmm. And you're storing that treasure up in heaven. What better yeah. way? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And the thoughtfulness doesn't. Uh, it isn't just relegated just to your spouse as well. Yeah, I was actually going to say that because I'm hoping that you're right now coming up with really good ways to be thoughtful to me. Oh, I was hoping the the listening audience is like, yeah, those Apple Watches, they could really yeah. use. <laughs> That's also good. That's also good. Well, folks, don't forget, you can download the Reignite Your Marriage app. We actually have direct links to the app on iTunes, Google Play, Windows Phone, and even the Amazon app store and that app is super amazing we're getting lots and lots of downloads especially Mm -hmm. when i'm at a live event because it's a really it's a genuinely helpful tool i'm very proud of that app yeah you should be i know we should be well i really did it you had nothing to do with it okay that's fair (laughs) (laughs) and what else if they just go to smallinstitute.com are there any other helpful things they might find oh there are Hours and hours of video from their best series and Dr. Gary Smalley's mm-hmm. help build a better relationship. And we even have a free course where they can discover this is a free online course. You don't have to give any credit card information mm-hmm. at all. And it's complete on the conflict dance. It's the number one reason relationships fail. Is that the title of it? Number one reason? Yep. The number one reason relationships fail. It's a free online course. So just go to smallinstitute.com. And check it out today. And if you're enjoying the show. Yeah. Man, if you really enjoy the show, just uh, send two Apple Watches. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, just let us know. Uh, just go to iTunes and leave us a review. It lets us know how we're doing and helps others find the show. Yes, it does. Well, Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in only two days. Find out more online at smalleyinstitute.com or call us toll-free at 888-565-6462. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you're going to do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. 
Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. From producer J.J. Abrams. What happens to those people? They have been given a purpose. Critics are calling Overlord one hell of an entertaining ride. And now it's 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Overlord. Rated R. In theaters and IMAX November 9th. Directed by Julia Savory.